Average Joe's energy. Got to bring it. Oh, dude. Uh, we were talking about Stavros Halkios on here, right? That comedian. Yeah. Dude, I fucked up, boys. Actually, we could talk about it on the cast. Never mind. All right. All right. We're ready to rock. Let's yeah, do bro. it. <clears throat> All right. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is the Ted Smith. I'll be the host of this here podcast. Greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, full cruise here up in the left-hand corner, broadcasting from Austin. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. Back there at the bottom square, get everything all. Whoop. Ted, we lost you. Yeah. Oh, no. We're going to need to start that over. Now, let's just restart. Am I back? Yeah. I'm back now. But yeah, I mean, the host on the intro is a rough cut. All right. All right. Well, let's just leave it in there. We'll, we'll start again. We'll put the intro here and then we'll do a real one. Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted. Starring the Ted. Start. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, he's a host of this here podcast. He said the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Oh, I finally remember to get the thing done correctly. All right, back there in the left hand corner, broadcasting from Austin. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Har, har, har. Take two, boys. Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Boy. <laughs> In the middle square, get the studio set up. Matt Conner, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Right at the center of it all today. <laughs> uh, first of all, Matt, I have a compliment for you that I hope doesn't come off insulting. All right. So what was the what's the new gym tool you're using? The mace? The mace. Steel mace. Love it. Right. So I know that thing weighs uh, a decent amount, but I uh, I saw you using it and you were doing some lunges. And on one of the lunges, you kind of went to the left a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it at work and I was like, God damn, that makes me feel better. Whenever I'm doing lunges with weights, there's always like one that gets away from me. And in my head, I'm like, God, you suck. So it was kind of nice to see like a personal trainer like, yeah, well, there's still lunges with weight. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, you're going to wobble. I mean, if anybody that works out like... Yeah, perfect form's the goal, but like you're not just gonna get perfect form on your first try. So there's a lot of not perfect form and trying to improve form and don't hurt yourself in the process. Have fun. So yeah, yeah I, didn't, I, I didn't for me, I was just like, all right. It's like I've been doing lunges forever, but you know, you know, like the standard, you're like lunging across the gym, doing some curls. Yeah. There's always one that kind of gets one or two that gets away from me, and I'm like, ah, come oh, on, yeah. focus. Focus, Dad. Yeah, I mean, then uh, over a decade into this stuff, and yep, still got it. <laughs> it's just nice, nice to know that you guys are people too, you know. Yeah, yeah that's, like, <laughs> that's kind of where it comes from. I was just like, all right, yeah, that's like a big time trainer, and he still he still has one of those once in a while. Yeah, um, more so on the forward lunges. I like reverse lunges better, and so I do more of them. Uh, and so those are a little bit more familiar and, the yeah, those are all new exercises. That's, I, I don't like posting stuff. I thought that was fun. Cause it's like, this is a new tool for me. Like those were all new exercises that I'm like a week into when I posted it to just be like, 
Well, I'm having fun. That's all that matters to me. But yeah, I mean, the learning process, you know, I think is is why, you know, you got to learn to embrace that. So yeah, post it. Wait, I don't want to take us on a tangent, but what is a reverse lunge? Step, stepping backwards into a lunge. Okay. That makes sense to me. Would you like a demonstration? Uh, yeah. I mean, after when we're done. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, reverse lunges, lunges are pretty 2018. I'm a front forward lunge guy. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. With, with my trainer, we just switch it up. But yeah, there was definitely a period where I was like, am I ever going to do a forward lunge again? Yeah. <laughs> are they out of fashion? Well, they'd be back. <laughs> Dude, you know what I'm happy is out of fashion is those CrossFit quote unquote pull-ups. Those weird like fish flop pull-ups. Kipping pull-ups. Yep. Thank you, Matt. Kipping pull-ups. I'm happy those are dead at the moment. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think they're still around. I mean, I think, I, I think I, I will say this as somebody that's never done a pull-up, like, I did always like CrossFit because you can like use the band. So you feel like you're actually doing one. That's true. And I'm all about, there's like machines that weight assist your pull-ups. I just don't like when a guy's like, yeah, I do 92 pull-ups. How many can you do? And I'm like, damn. I was like, I've been in good shape. I have never been able to crank out 92 pull-ups. I'm like, what do you eat, man? And I'll go on this long conversation with him. I'm like, dang, man, like I have a strong back, but that's crazy, bro. And then, you know, 30 minutes in, he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I do CrossFit. I'm like, wait, earlier when you were talking about pull-ups, were you talking about like those ones where you like wiggle and just use your momentum and throw you up? And he's like, yeah, yeah, kipping pull-ups, man. I'm like, you should have thrown an asterisk on that 92, bro. So it saved us both a lot of time and heartache. I will say, whenever I mention that I still play Sunday soccer to people, I very quickly go, 7v7. <laughs> <laughs> Because I realized with, with one of my buddies, I hadn't mentioned that. Then he was like, wait a minute, this is 7v7? I go, yeah. And he goes, that makes a little more sense. He's like, yeah, I'm I still impressed you do it. But he's like, that makes more sense. I was like, yeah, man, I'm not running up and down a full pitch. Yeah, it's like when the semi-pro football guys, they're like, yeah, I play football on Sundays. And you're like, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wasn't that always the thing too with like models and then club promoters? Like what? I, like we've had this conversation on here, but like I knew a lot of people that were like club promoters. It's like, ah, eh, you like sponsor a night. Like, I don't know. It's not like your full-time gig. And then some of the models are just like, I get it. Like you work for Fireball and wear a tiny dress, but like, I don't know. You're not like a fashion model. <laughs> like, to me, it's like, you're more of like a promo girl. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you're saying like the the club people who say they own a nightclub, but they actually just have one night or what do you mean? Well, they wouldn't say that. They And it's not as big now, but like 10, 15 years ago, like there was a ton of dudes like, oh, yeah, I'm a club promoter. Like I put on this this night and that night. It's like uh, I know about two people that actually do that for a living. Like You're not one of them. <laughs> but I'll come to your show. <laughs> right. Like I'm sure it looks good in your in your Instagram like uh profile. But I'm just like that was one of those things too where it's like I, I, yeah, okay, you you promote at one club one night a week on Wednesday. Like 
I don't know if that counts, dude. Don't forget everybody's an entrepreneur these days, Ted. Oh my God. Tell me oh, about how, it. How do you Jeez. feel about the rise of uh, entrepreneurship as a guy who's actually like had some brick and mortar success? Well, and- oh yeah. Well, we, we can talk about it, but I did want to say one thing, which is in hearing Ted, most people would probably not think that he is a club guy. But one quirk of Ted's personality is that guy loves a nightclub. I have two distinct memories. One of him buying, I don't even know if you could call it a bucket of beers. It was like a trough of beers when like 20, 30 beers, whatever. And then another one of him holding this giant white glowing cube and just pumping it to the beat of the music. Like we were all hammered. It was like probably, you know, two, two thirty in the morning. And he's just pumping this white cube. And Ted, I know, you know what I'm talking about. That's just a great memory of you. And he's I'm like fully sure. distressed to the nights. I'm pretty sure his security was like, Hey man, you, you got to put the cube down. Yeah, sir. <laughs> you're in the VIP. Could you put the cube down? And the VIP was literally just, it was the main area, but just happened to have like a rope in front of it. It was, a, it was a sad VIP. <laughs> right. And I think those cubes were like for tables or for sitting on, but I was just in the moment feeling it. I was like, yeah. And then, yeah, I remember the other night you're talking about is it was like, we didn't plan on it, but it was like a birthday party. It was and like then, a 21 or 22 year old's birthday party. If I remember like, correctly. Yeah. It was like a 21 run. And then we ended up at a nightclub and like, I knew that we know guys that work there. So like, yeah, go to VIP. And they were like, what do you want? I was like, I, I don't know, like a couple buckets of like buckets of beer and, some champagne. And the only thing that got drank was the champagne. And it was like, right. It's a 21 run. None of them want to drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was funny. And sadly, it's not like we were 21. This was like two or three years ago. Oh, right. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't think I was 40, but like I was already solid 30s. I don't even remember who we knew. Like it was like almost a mistake that we were out there, but it was pretty fun. Yeah. Well, I remember we went into the one bar and Matt, you'll appreciate this. Like all the girls start like turning around and they're like, it's a $5 cup. And we're like, this is why we're waiting this long. It's $5. Like, what is there? Three of you? Here's a, like, here's 15. Yeah. Stop trying to talk us past the door, man. Like, let's just get in there and get to the bar. (sighs) (laughs) And see, here's the thing. We were talking about sugar babies before the podcast started. That's how it starts. That's like the first the first, you know, little taste of like 10 tastes where someone ends up with a sugar baby. I'm just saying. Matt's been, uh, uh, Matt, is it safe to say you've trained a few sugar babies? I That's all. I'll leave it at that. I, I'm not 100%. I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not 100, okay. even 100% sure what that term means, Cobb. Okay. Fair enough. Not addressing this crowd right now. I got gotcha. you. Well, there's like sugar daddies and then like the girls sitting out with other sugar babies. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would say that. I don't know my clients' finances. I don't, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm focused on a different set of variables, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Does she look like she went to MIT? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, all right, dude, I'm just saying like, you don't get to that level of wealth going to Brown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn Brown. Like, we're gonna get a cease and desist from Brown University. Like, you two are destroying our reputation. And I like yeah, the three like, of us are destroying the rep- rep- reputation of a goddamn Ivy League school. But you know what? I get it. Dude, maybe they'll stop airing their commercials on our show. Dude, the problem is the Brown thing has affected, like I told you, the one Uber driver is like, no, I went to Brown. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I've like brought it up on the men's room. People were like, 
it's a great school. I'm like, right, there's no real point of it, but it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those throwaway lines now. I'm just like, oh, you know what? Brown. <laughs> Wait, your Uber driver went to Brown? Yeah, like the first time we were joking around about like, like Brown, this and that. And then like, uh, yeah, I had an Uber driver and he was like, I actually went to an Ivy League school. And I was like, oh, that's funny. We were making fun of Brown University the other day. And he's like, I, I went to Brown. It was like, oh, all right. Okay. Nothing wrong with being an Uber driver, but I feel like this is more evidence in our favor. Yeah, I, that guy had another job. He was just he was just hustling. Yeah. Oh, if he had gone to Princeton, I they mean, don't have side hustles, bro. Uh, I, <laughs> That's the C-suite, son. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I have zero college credits. Don't listen to what I say about any university outside of sporting stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went to a school that's definitely not as good as Brown, so all good. <laughs> An Ivy League grad with the work ethic to drive Uber on the side? Like, look out. That's yeah. just so <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like when he explained it, like the whole story made total sense. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm just the a-hole that's just making fun of a university. I know nothing about now, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not even about their sports or anything. No, I told you, I know the wrestling coach there, but it's just, it's just become like a fun line. It's kind of yeah. like, I don't know. Like there's just like, every time I watch F1, like Max is super good. I don't really have anything personally against him, but it's always like, Max. oh yeah, for sure. Right. It's just one of those lines. And before you realize it, it's just like, oh, I'm just saying that to people now. I used to have something else like that. I can't think of it right now. But it was just like, yeah, man. People are like, is that? That's not even true. Like, why do you dislike that person? I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Actually, dude, that's so funny that you say that. That things get like lodged in your brain as little uh, memes. Because today, while I was in class, they mentioned the there's a student teacher who does like office hours after class. And the guy was like, yeah, but I don't know. She had two first names. Like, what's her name? She has those two first names. And I was like, oh, never trust a man with two first names. <laughs> Everyone busts out laughing. And it was definitely the wrong thing to say. Oh, God, dude. And that's okay. I was I told you guys I, I had a story to tell earlier that I that I messed up. All right. Actually, All right. I said I, I said I effed up. I can give it to you real quick just since we're on the topic. So I'm taking like this computer class online or whatever. Um, it's like a software it doesn't matter it's not important um and so it's every day on zoom for a couple of hours uh for like nine hours something like that um anyway um so i was talking we did like little groups where you break into smaller groups and chat and we had finished the project we were working on so i'm like chatting with this girl she's a comic down in la and i was like oh have you ever heard of this guy stavros halkios super funny and he's like a pretty off color comic like he has some pretty aggressive jokes and whatever but he's really funny and just like says the wildest stuff and really good at crowd work so i was like oh you haven't heard of him like i'll drop you a link so i go to drop a link to like <laughs> this video that is like you know it's it's hilarious but definitely not something for a professional environment of course instead of dropping it to her I slack it to the entire class. No. <laughs> so for about a minute, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. And then I was like, you know what? F it. What are they going to do? I'm paying for the class. They can't kick me out. Like, they're not going to fire me, you know? So I just owned it. <laughs> can, you, can you take a message off Slack? No, not. It, 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 
I said Slack. It technically was in the Zoom chat, actually, with everyone. And no, did, you cannot. Did you add a follow-up message? For I clarity? did add a follow-up. I was like, okay. sorry, guys. That was just related to a chat in our group. Have a great day. <laughs> but already, like, a couple of people have co- had commented on it. So it was definitely a faux pas, boys. Definitely. But, you know, what are you going to do, man? Only human. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, though. It was definitely bad. Like, cause like she probably is fine with the jokes, but like, I, I mean, I've never seen this class. I have no idea. I know there's people in that class that are like, what is this? Yeah. People are spread out all over the country. Like it definitely is like some aggressive material, you know, like, yeah, it was, you know, I probably lost some points with some people, gained some points with some people. That's all right. That's how you separate the wheat from the chaff. Figure out who's really down to be friends, you know? <laughs> so, uh, all right well i had a weird conversation this morning i get a call from uh comcast xfinity they're like hey we need to update your modem in your dvr box i'm like all right cool and then the lady's like hey like you know it's customer service i'm handling your account she goes are you aware that you're paying for a channel called willow and i go yeah i think it's cricket i was like yeah yeah i'm I'm aware She's like, wow. okay, just making sure. This is a weird. I was like, yeah, I know. Nobody's nobody's ordering that channel except me. <laughs> Damn, she called it out by name. That's yeah. <laughs> she goes, oh, okay, because sometimes people just click on that by mistake and they don't realize it's 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 charged to their bill. And I was like, no, I I know. And like, I started to be like, I'm really into the IP, and then it's like, she she doesn't care. She's just shocked that it's on my bill. <laughs> But it's not like HBO or something. That's so funny. <laughs> that honestly is awesome. Uh, Graham Yodish. <laughs> right, exactly. So <laughs> this weekend we had a fake spring day. Actually, Saturday was pretty nice too. But on Sunday, it was 70 degrees, boys. Perfect outside, right? So uh, I was grilling with some friends and uh, not going to lie, wasn't feeling 100% on Monday. Uh, still kind of nursing this uh, ankle injury. So I was like, screw it. It's Monday. I'll just take an Uber. <clears throat> Get in the Uber. Dude's on the phone. He's like, sorry, I'm on the phone. I'm like, yeah, no biggie. And then like two minutes later, he gets off and he says, he goes, how you doing? I was like, you know, man, like I'm doing okay. But I'm, between us, like I'm kind of hurting from, from yesterday. It was so nice out. We started grilling and having fun. And the guy goes, the guy, we're at a, we're at a stop sign. And the guy turns around and looks at me and goes, I'm hurting bad too. I go, oh, really? He's like, I was at Green Lake all day fishing. There's a case of beer. <laughs> I was like, that is unbelievable. Right. Wow. Like, you don't get that experience too much. And then I got into work and like everybody all day is like dragging ass. And finally, I was like, I'm going to stop asking just because it was 70 degrees yesterday and everybody got all fired up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Like, all right. Dang. <laughs> I mean, you know how those fake, the fake, you know, once we get like one nice day, everybody's like, we got to get outside. We got to do this. We got to do that. Yeah, it's true. People go ham in Seattle. Yeah. And we just haven't had too many of those days. Like there was like maybe one other 70 degree day on like a Saturday. Like it's yeah. Like I said, I don't usually bitch about the weather too much in this in the Northwest, but it's been rough boys. Yeah, actually, I heard that when I was flying to Seattle. A couple of people said that it's the worst winter they've seen. 
it's just been long. And like, it's weird because like February wasn't too bad. Like it was dry. It was just cold. And then like once we hit March, it's like the faucet turns on and it seems like it kind of rains like every weekend. You're just like, come on. Yeah, I feel like I think you might have been the one telling me this. You or Cliff Mass was saying that the winters are getting longer and wetter and the summers are getting longer and hotter. So we're kind of losing the spring and fall. Yeah, man. It's a, it feels about right. It's a beating out there. But either way, with that said, I don't regret it. It was 70 degrees. Smell of the charcoal, cold beer, burger, caramelized some onions. I mean, it was it was proper. Good man, Ted. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> top man top man top man, top man ted smith uh, all right let's take a break here and then uh we'll come back with some emails what's matting and cop top all right well thank you again to our sponsors and uh we're not going to talk about schools today Cobb, do we have some emails yeah so uh we got uh what's the worst state and why uh that was our cop topic last week worst state and why new jersey hands down seriously can you name one good thing about it toll roads everywhere they pump your gas it's dirty as f most parts are run down i'd rather be in new york or pennsylvania the list goes on also as someone from ohio i wouldn't say it's that bad yeah max 65 on the interstate and you have a good chance of getting a ticket but it's got a lot of uh but it's got a lot of good aspects as well. I challenge you to find a state that has a better brewery scene and variety than Cincinnati. And don't get me started about the chili. Anyway, keep on keeping on and let's see the stocks of the podcast go through the roof. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this though. Like New Jersey gets a bad rep in my imagination and in my, in my head. Cause there, like everybody knows the shore and you know all the tall roads going up to New York City. But like when you get into the western part of New Jersey, like it it's beautiful, man. The Garden State. Yeah. Like it shocked me. I went to a wedding out there and I was like, I didn't even know this part of Jersey existed. I'm with Kelly. I've always said that Jersey is the armpit of America. Also, <laughs> I don't I you know, I, I hate to paint with a broad brush, but for whatever reason, we end up doing it all the time on this podcast. So I'll just say it. Not my favorite people. Although I do know some cool cats from New Jersey, generally speaking. Yeah. They don't jump out at me. That's always the issue with Maryland fans. People are like, Maryland fans are kind of ass. It's like, yeah, well, most of them are from New York and New Jersey. That's they all come down. (laughs) Well, and it's funny that you talk about New Jersey and I'm like, hey, Jim Norton's from there. And just like the world's biggest scumbag. (laughs) Yeah, literally. he, He made a career out of being a scumbag. That's awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I, I don't know. I, I forgot that it was my turn to talk. Um, I, I saw you kind of lean back. I was like, do I say anything? I'm going to say something. Oh, man. Share price is collapsing, boys. All right, fellas. Uh, I was prepared for this one. I'm ignoring politics and sticking solely to places I've been. And I'm saying Montana. My beef with Montana is that if you're driving, through west to east you'd think it's a beautiful goddamn state at first then you pass butte or so and are subjected to 500 miles of dead grass and the occasional boulder it's big it's empty and it's depressing you desperately check your gps at every stop only to realize there's so much more montana ahead of you and what's the reward on the other side 
North Dakota, a.k.a. the default background from Windows XP. Oh. Eastern Montana is proof that God shouldn't have rested on the seventh day because he wasn't done. <laughs> Missoula and stuff is really beautiful, though. Cheers, Chris. <laughs> All right. I will say in Chris's defense, I've never been to that part of the state. I've only been on the beautiful side by like the park and like Flathead Lake and the cool stuff. Yeah, same. The stuff they take photos of for magazines. Yeah, right. Not not just like a for, uh, forgotten wasteland. Hey, boys. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. To answer the recent cop topic about the worst mother effing state, Arkansas. I moved throughout most of the United States and have driven the entire way, Washington to California to Georgia to D.C. to Alaska. So I know most of this country. Arkansas sucks. As soon as you drive into the state, you notice its roads are worse than the other states around them. The state itself is backwards, poor, trashy, and not in a good way, Ted. Uh, Their government (laughs) imports most of their ideas from the 18th century. It has all of uh, the humidity of the South without any of the scenery or the beaches. Also, I got pulled over by cops within 10 miles of the border for ultimately nothing. My wife and I were driving different vehicles, and a cop thought I was following her too closely. Arkansas could pound sand. Runner-up goes to Florida, uh, S weather and government, and New Mexico, most depressing place to drive through. West Coast equals the best coast. Mikey Dubs. Yeah, I'll you, there's a couple spots in New Mexico that people rave about. But other than that, New Mexico does not have the best rep. Or, uh, best rep. I've always thought of New Mexico as an underappreciated state. Great sunsets and some really cool hiking um, and cool art with Meow Wolf. But yeah, they got a lot of area that's just nothing. Cimarron's cool, though. Santa Fe, worth the checkout, in my opinion. All right, all right, all right. Michigan's also a sleeper state. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, between Ohio and Michigan, I think I know. I think we all know where I land on that one. Go blue. Dude, I'm a Buckeyes guy. I got to be. I had too, too many roommates in college from Ohio. Ted, let me ask you something. What's round on the outside and high in the middle? Oh, hi. Oh, let's go. <laughs> After we just on it for an entire episode last week. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. A few weeks ago, you guys were on a tangent about flossing and how uh, no one does it and how no one likes doing it. I have a suggestion. Buy a water pick. It's life-changing for mouth hygiene routine. It's faster. It's easier. It cleans better beneath the gum line. My wife flosses religiously, and I can do my whole mouth in a fourth of the time it takes her to floss. Jay. You know what, Jay? You might have sent the right message at the right time. I just finally bought those little floss pickers yesterday to just use while I'm at my computer. What do you guys think? Water pick? I, I've never owned one, but people that own them swear by them. I had one. I didn't like it. Uh, it was a while ago when they, they were kind of newer, so maybe they've improved, but I just thought the reservoir, like you have to fill it with water every time. I think you just kind of like have to, it, it was, uh, it wasn't enough, at least the way I was doing it. And then, you know, you just kind of had to like drool over the sink and it was, you know, yeah, I was, I tried it for like a month and then I was like, yeah, this thing's not what I was hoping it would be, but if it works for you, yeah, it's better than not flossing. When it's just like a little pressure washer? Yeah, basically. It seems like it'd be good, especially because it kind of massages the gum line, which is what you want. I don't know. 
Dennis I, I don't know. I just know that people that use it all the time swear by it. And they're like, I get a flying pass in my dentist office every time. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I will say it's rare that I go to the dentist and just they're like, wow, your teeth look amazing. <laughs> That's why most people hate going. <laughs> yeah, I got it. But that was real floss. The floss picks. Now I'm on the real floss. I'm almost through my whole first like spool of real floss of my entire life at 35. It might, might happen this next week. Honestly, that's impressive. I've never been through a full school. I get into flossing and then I get out of flossing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get yeah, it. I can't argue. <laughs> All right. I little picks. This podcast or this uh, email, the subject line is wealth of misinformation. Yes. Don't change uh, the formula, boys. Although I totally would listen to Cobb talk about the stock market and Ted talk about sports. The wealth of misinformation is so much more entertaining. Cobb, you may not always have the correct info, but you say it with such confidence and your prover- proverbs always ring true. Keep up the good works, boys. Tony Baloney. He's, uh, he's not lying. <laughs> Very confidently wrong, <laughs> which is the most dangerous combo, I feel like. The funny thing is you'll talk, you'll do it about sports at me and Ted. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. all right, dude. <laughs> well, and dude, also all my opinions are based like typically on entertainment value. So like, for instance, my favorite pitcher is John Rocker, even though he's like a horrible human, just because he would sprint out to the mound. I thought that was cool. That's like the least you know, sports fan, like deep knowledge attitude. I feel like most of it's like that. I'm like, Oh, I like the way that guy dunks. <laughs> yeah. He was more famous for being a racist. He was racist too. Jesus. John rocker. Yeah. When they played like in New York, right. He used to play for the Braves and he was like, went on a tangent about like the subway system and the different uh, nationalities and use some slurs that we generally don't use. Oh dude, this actually makes sense. Okay. So my favorite athlete of all time is John McEnroe who, right. you know, for people who don't know, obviously would throw crazy tantrums on the tennis court at one point, just like would leave the stadium. And he's like, fine, like F them. They, now they have nothing to watch when the fans would piss him off. But uh, is John Rocker the guy that Kenny Powers is based on? Uh, I don't know about, I don't know that. Okay. I was just wondering, cause like Kenny Powers in the opening of the show, they're like, you're going to New York. And he's like, oh, you mean Jew York? Like, I was curious if that was, like, related to that whole whatever he was talking about. No, I mean, Kenny Powers just kind of shit on every city they met that he went to. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Rocker definitely got a lot of fame for that. And, like, just like, why? First of all, why would you say it? But second of all, why would you say that in an interview? Yeah, I don't know. All Rock right, well, Ellis. you know, my, my I, I don't have a high tolerance for racism. So my John Rocker fanship may be coming to an end. I don't, I don't really like him for anything other than he runs out to the mound. I thought that was cool. I thought you were a Doc Ellis guy. Oh, yeah. Definitely a Doc Ellis fan. I mean, you want to talk about favorite pitchers. You could get into, like, just the look. Like, Norm Charlton, the, the sheriff. Unit. The big unit. Like, come on, dude. Killing a pigeon. You know, like, there's some there's some pitchers I feel like kind of are, like, the gunslingers. You know, they kind of got their own thing going on. Yeah. Dude, who you know who I used to love was David Wells. Oh, yeah. I don't even. Who's that? What's he about? He, he played for the Orioles for a while, and then he played for the Yankees. And he's just kind of an old school, like, like had like a beer gut, just threw gas, and like, like, right, like I party after games. Like I pitch once every five days. Like he's like a legend. <laughs> he, he went to an auction 
and bought a, one of Babe Ruth's original Yankees hat and then wore it and threw a perfect game. Oh, my God. What? Oh, yeah. Like, he's he's almost like John Daly status with, like, crushing beers and, like, yeah, I'm an athlete, sort of. Like, I would I mean, he, yeah, he was, he was a legend. And I remember the Orioles, like, won some series in New York City, and they came back, and, like, my buddies went to, like, meet the team at the stadium. And I was like, what was David Wells like? And they were like, exactly what you think. Like jean, <laughs> leather jacket, two, two, like just two blonde women on each arm. Just like legend. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's like how I always kind of imagined uh, Mike Blowers. Um, wait, so why didn't he wear that hat every game? Because he bought it in an auction. It was, he's like super expensive. He just rocked the magic. And then he's like, all right, retiring it. I, have you ever seen the consumption? He, he shouldn't have worn it, period. Yeah, but, you know, now the seal is broken, you know? Um, wait, have you ever seen the uh, the stats of, like, what um, John Daly will consume, like, during an 18 oh, holes of I golf? Saw, I saw it last week. 21 cigarettes, six bags of peanut M&Ms, <laughs> like, 12 Diet Cokes, and then it was, like, 0. 0.0 ounces of water. Yeah. Dude, it was more than it was like it was like 20 diet cokes. Like it was like almost a diet coke per hole. That was the one that shocked me the most. That's insane. I mean, that stuff is like battery acid. Like God. I mean, that's John Daly to me, the fact that he's like uh, the way that what he does like defies what we know about health science to a degree. Like everything that I'm taught as a fitness professional, he just defies to the point I'm like. You just walk around and just you can still hit the ball 300 yards. And like you, you know, he's a, a madman, but I think it's just he's just pretty happy and knows why he's here and living a good life, hanging out with Hooters girls. But yeah, he's I doing mean, what look, he was meant to do. It doesn't make sense. In this, in like you're, you're right. I said this last week. I was like, it makes no sense. But I love the fact that he can do it and be fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, do you guys know who George Best is? No, he's a famous English soccer player. And I'll read you his quote. I spent a lot of money on booze, birds and fast cars. The rest I just squandered. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure most people know, but birds is like English uh, slang for chicks. (laughs) That's awesome. I love dude. God, man, I just I don't know. I don't know. Like. I just love guys who just like fly in the face of society's rules. And they're like, no, you're living that way. Like I'm fine. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. I mean, look, it's not like that anymore, but I used to love that. Like back in the day, like I want my soccer guy to like score two goals and then go out and rip up beers with the lads. Like I want yeah, me too. I want you to rip home runs and then eat hot dogs and just do your thing. That's what I'm saying. Like I want them to be real, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, greetings, Mike. Uh, yeah. Northwest and formula one greetings, my guys. All right. By Cobb's request, here's some bullets on the last episode. Sorry, Cobb. Y'all brought up F1. So it's a long one. (laughs) First weather. I work in, uh, I work a field service job traveling up and down the Columbia basin. Last week I clocked 1350 miles in a 40 hour week. And I got to say this about the weather. It's effing wet. It should have stopped raining in April and and it was still snowing then. 
my grass should be brown and I should be looking at highs of 75 plus, not 63. The Columbia is full all caps hopefully we get good harvests and a few fire and few fires nice uh f1 okay here we go miami they had to hold uh at the oh they had to hold it at the stadium as they couldn't get noise permits for any other place the original idea was across the bridge and up and down the beach uh they could change it with city and fia approval uh, the locals, the homeowners, uh, tried to get it canceled with a last-minute injunction. So hopefully the organizers can figure it out for 23 or 24. Uh, I just hope we don't get stuck with uh, things like the boats that cost $6,000 per seat uh, or the fake beach with chairs that were too low to see the track at $1,000 each. I'm all for making money, but the product needs to earn the, that price for exclusivity or else it's a redneck Monaco and nothing more. Welcome to Florida. accurate Uh, i had two more paragraphs written but i'm not a host or bacon and we need to move on f1 does have a summer break uh in august uh for three weeks and the teams prefer uh every other week races because of the logistics of moving that circus it's the equivalent to moving the whole nba playoffs to a different city every single week uh for Cobb, so i littered in wrestling in 04 and 05 cedra woolly was amazing Oh, what? Hold on. My email's logging me out for no reason. Just a second, boys. Ooh. Google just let us all down. Uh, Monaco is this weekend. I know. And I'll, I'll say the two-week breaks make sense to me. Just before oh, yeah. even that email, just seeing the logistics of that circus, it's like, yeah, they could take a second. I'll, I'll find something else to do. But <laughs> <laughs> They bring the same paddock everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say last week. They, they definitely have like two or three weeks in a row sometimes. And then they take a break. And then but I think in the fall, it's pretty like every weekend. Hmm. Yeah, especially if they have to like move it overseas. Like there's that Spain race in, in Japan, right? There's like, you know, Australia. Um, <clears throat> OK, I got to back up uh, for Cobb. So I lettered in wrestling in 04 and 05. Cedro Woolley was amazing, and by comparison, we at Monroe, despite being a Wesco 4A school, were trash, but not nearly as bad as those Kinko teams uh, when we took our C squad to Lake Washington High Tournament and swept it. Jesus. Well, I went to Juanita. Uh, didn't wrestle. Uh, our coach uh, had told them we brought our varsity, and the parents, after the trophies were handed out, were, handed out, were pissed. We laughed the whole way home. Oregon has no redeeming qualities beyond scenery. Racist rednecks versus bleeding hearts versus disenfranchised homeless. It's gross and politically volatile. With so little cohesion, the infrastructure is garbage and looks to not improve for the foreseeable future. But that's just my opinion based on my family living there, me living there for a year, documentaries and national news investigations into the effects of a 7.0 earthquake on the state. The cliff note just says that they are effed and it's their fault. But I could also be totally wrong and the scenery makes up for it all. The friendly IT guy. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in Portland. It's a very like it, it is it is strange. Like there, there's it doesn't seem like there's anybody in the middle there. You're either one side or the other, and it's like extreme sides. Like it doesn't even seem like people talk to each other about stuff. Yeah, some of the most extreme in the country, I would say. Yeah, well, it's also why they started that state. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, dude. God, oh man, I'm actually I have a story, but I'm not gonna touch it. You're not wrong. Oh, uh, all right. Let's uh, let's check in and see what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Uh, 
before we get to what's maddening. Hey, hey what's good? What's maddening? Check out what's maddening. Hey, hey what's good? What's maddening? Uh, before we get to what's maddening. Hey, what's good? What's maddening? Check out what's maddening. Uh, yeah, I had a had a good weekend, kind of relaxing. Um, played some golf. I've been walking. Um, and so get some exercise, but still getting rounds in in under three hours. So I know you're talking about the weather getting nice. And that's one thing that I won't miss about Northwest golf. I don't miss about Northwest golf is how long it takes on nice days. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, just been enjoying three hour walks for 18 holes. Um, and then on Sunday, uh, I didn't actually watch too much of the PGA championship because Carson, the lawyer came over. Uh, all right. Yeah, nice. his girlfriend and we were all hanging out in the back, hang, got in the pool and just kind of, yeah, um, chopped it up and had a good time. He's he's hilarious and interesting. And so is his girlfriend. And yeah, we just had a great time. I tried to talk a little bit less because the only other time all four of us hung out was like my first time meeting Carson. And so we really dominated the conversation. And I was like. Let's let the ladies talk a little bit more here. Like, you know? um, and I think that was a good move. So just <laughs> I know realize. these ladies like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not yeah. <laughs> you gonna do. Um yeah, so you know, it's like uh yeah, it was it was fun hanging out. He knows a lot. He taught me that because remember I was uh a little bit I'm still a little freaked out about rattlers. I don't call them rattlesnakes because that instills fears. I think rattlers sounds like somebody who's not as afraid of them. So, but they're down here. And then he was like, yeah, we got black widows and brown recluses too. And I was like, I don't even know what brown recluses look like. I know they're up in Washington, but I just never looked it up. But yeah, so uh, it's wild down here apparently. Uh, But, you know, it's, it's desert life. You know, you got to toughen up. But uh, yeah, I definitely was like, I'm sorry, what? Black Widows? Like, Yeah. I didn't know those were real. You got to toughen up. Matt, you live at a resort and work at a different resort. Yeah. but (laughs) You have a pool in your backyard. Don't don't care that much, dude. Talk about bugs and snakes. The place you work was just listed as one of the most elite vacation destinations in the world. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's just the desert, man. Like anything that lives in the desert had to toughen up. Right. No, that's what I'm saying is like, I think it's good for me. Right. Like, I like that. I like that source of inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely, you know, it's good to know your surroundings. Um, but yeah, I was <laughs> I'm sorry, just kind of brushed over that Black Widow factoid. Can we back up a second? (laughs) Here, here, like up in like other parts of the desert. No, all over. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, Yeah, the uh, I didn't watch up most of the PGA championship. I caught some of the playoff, um, but we were hanging out in the backyard, having a good time and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a great weekend. Good to see Carson. Shout out to him and yeah, all the other. I mean, it was it was a fun thing because I just met so many awesome people doing this podcast for a while, you know. And it was like, damn, here we are doing it in Palm Springs too. Love it. <laughs> nice.
Uh, all right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. I just want to say, Matt, I've been bitten by a brown recluse on the end of one of my toes. And it just felt like a little mosquito bite on the first day. By the second day when I woke up, literally could not walk. Like if the house was on fire, I would have died. Whoa. It hurt so bad. My whole leg. And yeah, I had to go to the, the ER. They ended up like cutting out a piece of my toe or no, sorry. A piece of my toe died. The side of my toe. Like that, those things are for real, dude. Whoa. And like at first it feels like nothing. It's like a little bug bite. And you're just like, Oh yeah. I didn't know it was a brown recluse until the hospital. And they're like, Oh yeah, that's probably what gotcha. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you put my anxiety seeds there, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not making him feel better. So By the way, real quick. I just want to brag. I found him. Oh old my Bay goldfish, gosh. dude! Old I was Bay talking goldfish. about Old Bay today. Nice, Old Bay goldfish, dude! Wow. They're everywhere up here. I found them in the corner store. Wow! How are they? Yeah, I mean, I think they're delicious, but I love Old Bay and I love goldfish. <laughs> they were made for me, actually. Yeah, right. Top man today. Top man. Uh, all right. Um, some. The backstory doesn't really matter. We had some people come down and stay with us in Austin, uh, but they brought us some really, really good hot sauce. And uh, so that kind of just got me thinking about like things that maybe should have hot sauce. And then more importantly, like things that shouldn't have hot sauce. So the cop topic this week is what would be the worst product to come in a flame and hot variety? Feel free to email us, literally the word email at thepodcast.com with two E's, or you can just go to thepodcast.com and there's a little email form so you can just send in your thoughts. But uh, what would be the worst product to come in a flaming hot variety? Condoms. Boys? What? Condoms. <laughs> Condoms is a good call, that, dude. that probably wins. That was, God, dude, that was good, man. Wow. That's, a, that's the walk-off homer, I feel like. Condoms. <laughs> right, well, we'll be just a cheese week. condom. Jesus. Right. Thanks to our sponsors. Matt, thanks for ending it for us this week. All right, man? My pleasure. All right, for Cobb, for the Ted Smith and the podcast, he's MCTP. Cheers. <laughs> Deep center field. That one is out of here. <laughs> <laughs>